Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1211, December 18th, 2023. 55 degrees. 55. On this day. Which is what I turn on Saturday. In 1923. <laughs> and it was 24 below on this day in 1983. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic <laughs> with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology <laughs> Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I have received... The Lake Detective's annual Christmas card. Oh. And I did not know this about it. Every year you send a picture of decorated milfoil. Mm-hmm. I, I always anticipate that. Same. Blue Water Science. Uh, and it, on the back he writes, Merry Christmas. This is the 25th year we've received this. What's that noise? I'm playing the LD Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. This yeah. is the what? The 25th year we've received a card. But here's what he notes. No repeats. Every year there is a new milfoil Christmas tree. See, I I always thought it was the same one. No, I look forward to that as well. That's neat. So this is a new milfoil Christmas tree, the Hmm. 25th. Copy. One word. How are you? We uh, received the uh, Souchere Christmas card in our home over the weekend. Isn't that fun? It was so, you know, here's what I love about the Souchere Christmas card. I, mean, I don't know if you guys concur, but um, what's really neat is you get an update on all those gorgeous kids that they have in that family. And then uh, at the very end, she works a three word sentence about Joe. Oh, yeah, he's still him. around. Him. <laughs> him. She refers to Joe as him. This year, she used the term bamboozled. Oh, yes, yes. He got bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Uh-huh. How you doing over there? <laughs> uh, let's get to the new state flag, shall we? Sure. It has been chosen. You mean the new Somalia flag? It's not. It's not the flag of Somalia. I the, I have cannot believe the amount of conversation this is generating. I can't believe the the number of emails I've received because we are. Uh, we the the uh, the great unwashed Greek chorus of us is insisting that this is now a copy of the Somalian flag from is it Punt Puntland Puntland Somalia right and uh, a lot of uh, people a lot of people a lot of people like have Somalia. got themselves convinced that this is uh, here's one that believes it's a uh, of an accurate mimicry of the PLO flag. Wow. And uh, it undeniably is similar. It, <laughs> it looks like they took the two and combined them together uh, here's, and came up with Minnesota. Uh, here's another one. Is this Minnesota or Somalia? Joe, the colors are the same. I know. I never uh, even thought of that aspect. He, and Joe mentioned this earlier, and I've seen the Somalian flag, and obviously we've all seen the new Minnesota state flag. Didn't put two and two together. When you see them side by side, wow. How can you not say that one inspired the other, Joe? Seriously, look at them. What are you seeing? I'm seeing the folly of trying to be inoffensive. 
you've you've picked uh, as generic a, a flag as possible because you are attempting to cleanse history by getting rid of a flag that was easily identifiable and you knew what it meant. It's only the dark-souled people who attached insidious meanings to it. They managed to see in that flag genocidal implications because of an Indian riding west as though away. Well, A, he's not riding west. The Indian's riding south. Yeah, well, he's pointed at us. And 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 to suggest genocide is just the, the sickness that has infected... Uh, progressivism. But I believe it was Native American groups that first complained about the Minnesota flag. Which is fine, but and, and they have a good argument, but let's have some Native... Let's talk about it. Yeah, well, what, what, what the point is that you're replacing a flag that was clearly identifiable. It did not represent anything except Minnesota. And now you replaced it with essentially something entirely meaningless, mm -hmm. that what can happen, given the, the social media we're awash in and everything else, people can now attach to this new flag whatever they want because it's meaningless. It doesn't well, mean anything. I, I know what the Somalis are going to attach to well, it. Well, and that, that they may be justified in that, but I don't think... Well, first of all, the, the Emblems and Redesign Commission... Uh, they got themselves, uh, they're, they're getting exactly what they deserve. The ground rules for any aspirant who wanted to enter a flag in the contest were so restrictive and so prohibitive that we don't know what kind of nifty flag could have been created because they were told right off the bat uh, no, no individual can be uh, uh, drawn, no, no slogan, no nothing, nothing. You couldn't have anything. So what are you stuck with? You're stuck with this nonsense that they came up with right. that can mean anything to anybody. And uh, uh, I am not, uh, I am not at a point where I'm believing that the state uh, chose a flag because it. It's akin to a Somalian flag. I, I don't believe that. I just think it's a, a ridiculous coincidence that they asked for. They're getting what they deserve. Mm. It would be fun to go down to the West Bank with a microphone and a camera and talk to a few Somali people mm -hmm. and see what they say. If Somali people want to uh, take some glee... In the fact that, man, that sure looks like the flag we left behind. Well, that I can't blame them. Again, this is what you what you ask for when you when you take a flag that we all knew and you've decided that it's dreadful and must go. Well, we're going to replace it, and then you issue ground rules that make it virtually impossible to create anything meaningful. This is what you're left with. You're left with nothing. It's nothingness, and people can—you can't fail at nothing. Remember, isn't that Thomas Sowell? You can't fail at nothing. It's failure-proof. So they got these slashes of color on there, like a paint sample card from the hardware store, and bing, bang, boom, <laughs> but, you got a flag. But no, I dispute that. It isn't—they just randomly pick three colors. Kenny's right. Yeah. They're the exact yeah. three colors. It, it, the, the bars it, equally match. Go ahead, John. 
I don't know if this will help any, but I have an interview with the fellow who designed it. Remember, these were all sent in. These were all submissions. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Precker is his name. He's from Laverne, right. Minnesota. Right. And the colors were chosen to symbolize different each color, a different aspect of Minnesota, he says. This is in the interview. All right. Uh, for the stripes, white represents snow and winter. The green stripe represents our beautiful nature and the importance of agriculture. And the light blue stripe represents these several significant meanings mm. of water to our state as the land of 10,000 lakes, the birth state of the Mississippi River, and the origins of our state's name, which came from the Dakota language, which translates to a place of sky-tinted water. That's that's uh, his explanation of what the colors are. I, I don't think that Andrew Preckle, is it? Precker. Precker from yeah. Worthington? Laverne. Laverne. I don't think he sat in his den and said, I'm going to create a Somali flag. I just don't think that's the case. But, but why use... Why you don't even have a tree, a birch tree? Well, they or... are Minnesota colors. You could make the argument they're the colors of any state. Yeah, even <laughs> the loon. I mean, you can't even give us a loon, right? Or the Mississippi River, an eagle. Give me, come on, give me something to work with here. I, I can't help you, boys, except to to try to help you understand that it you are legitimately questioning the flag because. The flag begs you to. It, it, it says it, nothing about Minnesota it, to it, me. Because it's meaningless. And they, the rules they set out for the aspirants restricted them to the degree where guys like Andrew Peckle. Precker. Pecker? Precker. 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 Yeah. Precker. You brought her. Yeah. <laughs> Not today. Precker. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was, what rules was he left to work with? <laughs> well, that's just it. It doesn't say anything about Minnesota. And if it was bad what we had, are, are we to remove it so that we forget about it and we don't address it? Yeah, uh, I have a stupid question. Who decided it needs to be changed? The whole state? Thank you. Was a Democratic legislature. Did we vote on this? Everybody it, in the it, state? It was a Democratic, did I have a say? No. Did you didn't. have a say? No. As a result of the trifecta. Well, and that's just it. I had my hand raised. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Andrew Precker Thank you. may not have had that intention. I'm not saying he had, but it was selected. Why don't you try to get him on the line? Yeah, it wasn't his idea. He's right. He just was one of the people. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, he didn't set out. So is to, he a graphic artist or something? Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He, he didn't set out to draw a Somali flag. Where's he from, anyway? Worthington. Laverne. Laverne. No, no. Laverne. Jeez, where, are you guys deaf? Is where, this on? No, John. W-O-A in Worthington. I mean, where is he from? Hated Slayton. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, Cyclops. Don't trust him. Was, was he born there? I don't Let know. Let me rephrase he's, that. I, no, he's, he's a, from Pootland. He's from Punta. Of Andrew. That's what I, I was waiting for. He was born in Laverne. Okay. I'm just All guessing right. Right. by looking at him. And I don't mean anything bad by that. Wow, Laverne what do Knights. Laverne people look like? So well, I got to say, I went to their high school football game this last fall. They stinks. So he's like everybody else from Laverne. He's got a couple of empty beer cans in the cab yeah. and some cigars. <laughs> Andrew and Precker. Probably a gun or two. Gun. So he's one of us. He's an artist, it says. Oh, that helps, Jenny. Well, and again, in fairness to the people who applied... They 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 were so tightly confined in what they could do 
that you had, you know, 2,000 people submitted blue, white, and red stripes or green or whatever the hell they are. What else can you do? They virtually said, don't do anything. Don't do anything that would cause controversy. So what do they do? They create controversy purely in the imaginations of people because people are justified in looking at this thing and coming up with all sorts of nonsense because it begs for it. It means nothing. It's meaningless. Hmm. Um, and that's what happens when you set out to cleanse history. You're wrong. I'm what? You're wrong. All right. You're wrong. That's fine if it's I'm wrong. It's a vast conspiracy. Well. <laughs> you are relatively calm about this. Uh, well, let me try one more time. You have been speaking on... You have been so outspoken about the mystery for decades. This, this is, yeah, this is the peak, the pinnacle, the act. This is it, baby. This is our backyard. This is the top of the mystery right here. This is the flag on top of Mount Mystery. And it's developed by a guy from Laverne. <laughs> right here in our state. Worthington? <laughs> Let me try one more time. <laughs> one more time. To get through the... Concrete head of yours. <laughs> Freshly shaven concrete I head. I speak on behalf of all GL Americans. GL Americans. Thank you for... Is that like America. U.S. Americans? Yes. I am not going to stand here and let you... <laughs> the mystery uh, is well served by this flag. Yeah. Because yep. the mystery... The mystery has at its heart the desire to wipe out convention, patriarchy, history, capitalism, uh, right and wrong, competitiveness, entrepreneurship, much of which was represented in the in the in the flag that they got rid of. This this flag perfectly represents the mystery because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. They've removed fact. 1858 is when we became a state. That's an offensive date because that would harm somebody with a grand great-grandmother who might have uh, suffered. They removed individuals mm -hmm. that may be working the land or lived here. Mm -hmm. yep. They removed uh, earth. All by design. Right? All by design. You don't see design. a tree. You don't see a, a lake. You don't no. see... It's the perfect flag for the morons who run this state. And they are morons. They're not charitable people. They're not wise people. I think all I'm saying is I didn't get a say in that, this. Thank you. This is my state, too. Kenny's right. I live here. I pay taxes. Why, why am I discounted? Why am I the heel here? You know what I found most unnerving is when the, uh, the local news gatherers they interviewed the man on the street about the new flag. And everyone's kind of upbeat about it. Well, that, Joe, that they're, idiot. me. they're idiots. They say, oh, oh and I'm right. sure they went to outstate Minnesota. They probably interviewed people that were six blocks from. Hey, ask them when the Civil War was. Hey, you know what? Just ask them who fought in the Civil War. Well, you're you, not, you're you know, not, you've yeah. got to establish a baseline with these well, These kids aren't studying history, they're studying gender issues. Which is a you're crying making, shame. You're making my point. But well, I know I am. And and the flag, the flag is as this this new flag, which is silly, 
It's the perfect flag for the mystery. But this idiot on the street that you're referring to, though, they're treating this like it's a new uniform for the twins. They don't understand exactly. that this is supposed to represent. What, what I said, what I said to the pirate, yes. I said, that that's what unnerves me. I have yet to hear, aside from me, I have yet to hear anyone in the local news gatherers raise one word of doubt about this thing. Not what one I say word. to the pirates, yeah. you, can, you got me you right got now, me flag but now. I got you. Well, nobody that works for a TV or their newspaper is going to say. I do. I not, did. They're not going to editorialize. Yeah, if you're a columnist, yeah, fine. But I don't see any. No one else commented about this. You and Lilacs can talk about it all you want. but you, I don't you, think Lilacs did, did he? You know, I don't know. Do you know my point is, of, my point is we are mind-numbed. Uh, the, the people just looked at this and just went, huh, okay. Well, isn't that right there indicative of why we're in this mess? Yes. That's too many people are just saying, oh, all right. That's what the people in oh, charge want. We went from an $18 billion surplus to a two. Oh, all right. Yep, they don't know what. 1819 or 1893 or 18 they don't know they don't know anything i wrote about the flag yesterday and and i was writing about this doesn't unify anybody the state's more splintered than it's ever been they keep taxing us into a big hole and spending the surpluses and among the responses i got by email because they don't take comments anymore in the st paul paper which i think i'm grateful for sure yeah. uh yeah. the one of the some lady emailed me and said well you dope the reason uh, that we're have spending the money is because the economy's so good in minnesota I'm not even going to respond to this. I mean, how do you deal with wow. such stupidity? You can't deal with it. Was that a comment at home from the CP? No, this was an email. Oh, okay. <laughs> she still comments on his column. Right. The public cannot. Well, but the point is, uh, it, it's, it's, it wasn't intended to be a Somalian flag. You guys can think that, uh, and I don't blame you if you want to, but... I'm not going to go there. I just think it's what you get when you reach out expecting nothing. Fellas, what do you think the over-under is on him finally? When is it going to dawn on Joe that he was wrong? The same way he did, did with uh, Walls. Remember how optimistic oh, he yeah. was with Walls? <laughs> At the beginning of COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Do we got a, a day, a week, a month, a year? When's he going to come Through the board? holidays. I think through the holidays. Because you'll have a lot of a long time. What, what are you anticipating that I'm going to say? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I it's am. a Somalian flag. No, it's not. It's a meaningless. It could be anybody's flag. It does look awfully similar to the one. I would love. It does look similar. I would love so to read your. It looks similar your, uh, to a, a, an ice cream parlor. I mean, it means nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's you what you need you, to tell you, yourself. You stop under that flag, you can buy great outdoor furniture at that store. I mean, it, it means nothing. <laughs> this is the flag of, what do you call it? Whimpering County, the neighboring county to Gumption County. What if, or Coward County, we find out that Andrew Prozac <laughs> said, you know what? I'm going to try this. Let's see if Let's see if these idiots pick this flag. Like the yo-yo guy. Yes. He, he did it as a lark, as a bit. We're being punked. And he said, oh, my God, they picked it. I tried to copy the Somalian flag, and these idiots picked it. Speaking of that, Willard, Joe, you're right. we got to get this guy on. We've got to get him well, on. Well, call him, you morons. You just sit there. Yeah. Look up his numbers. Oh, we're doing a show. Well, that's all right. You got time. <laughs>
Speaking of that, Willard Munger had an interesting point. Willard Anger, I'm sorry. Well, we were talking about that 55-year-old creep in Canada who went swimming with the with the girls. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's saying, uh, you mentioned he was some sort of teacher. I think psychology or human behavior. Yep, professor. What he's yeah. doing is disgusting. But what if he's actually on our side? I mean, what if he's trying to get such a rise out of the populace that something actually gets done? Mm. No, unlikely. I, he writes, double agent, but maybe. I think he's half right. I think that's exactly what he's doing, but he's definitely not on the side of sanity. I don't, you don't think he's on the side of no. sanity. A lot you know of what? It, a, oh, go ahead, sir. A lot, a lot of insanity in the news today. Your new garage door guy is the whole family. Love it. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. And believe me, if you're looking for a gig, they're hiring. They pay well. Great benefits. They do great work. People who get hired there tend to stay. They need garage door technicians and garage door installers and warehouse inventory associates. That sounds pretty fancy. I think it means you work in the warehouse and make sure... Jimmy gets the door he ordered. Right. He gets it into his truck to get out to your house. They uh, serve the metro in western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekends, and they cover everything from springs and rollers to the actual door itself if you need one. Uh, nothing but good reports have come back to the desk of the mayor here in Garage Logic on Twin Cities, uh, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Called them. At 612-263-6985, or go online and make your appointment with them at PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. This Christmas week... Would you call this Christmas week? Oh, yeah. Or is that the week that follows Christmas? No, this is part A. Yeah. This is part A. Who is this? It is December 18th. Dylan Hyde. It sounds Dylan like Hyde. Peter Tosh. And as Joe points out, we are well into December, just days away from Christmas. Take your holiday shopping. Take this off your holiday shopping list because you're scrolling up and down those mall stores and you're just... A stupid sweater or dumb tie or some leggings, whatever the case may be. Get creative this year with a gift card from MySoundStory.com. Sound Story is a professionally produced hour-long conversation in which you or one of your loved ones gets interviewed by somebody like me. And it's a conversation that they tell their experiences about growing up, school, first date, whatever the case may be. With Sound Story, you or your loved one's voices and stories are saved for your family forever. It's not just passing down, remember when Grandpa put horseradish sauce on his forehead. He'll tell you the story about that. You and your siblings, go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a Sound Story gift card at MySoundStory.com. For a limited time, the promo code FLASHLIGHT, punch that in, and you get 10% off that Sound Story gift certificate. It's a great concept. Imagine being able to pass this to your grandkids, your great-grandkids, all the way down it is possible now with Sound Story. It's a gift you will never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family is going to love. Just go to MySoundStory.com, promo code FLASHLIGHT, and you get 10% off. Promo code is FLASHLIGHT at MySoundStory.com. Beginning January 1, uh, menstrual products hey, hey, hey. <laughs> have, to be, have to be in 
uh, all bathrooms in schools, male oh. and female. Interesting. Not to mention, I suppose, the ones that are U shared. Unisex? Yeah. Do we still uh, call those unisex, or is that outlawed? I don't know. That's a good question. And the Democrats in the House, or Senate, whatever, they rejected an amendment to specify that the product should be available for females only. <laughs> the 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 Democrats want these products. Well, that's not inclusive. Jim. Available yeah. to males, most particularly the author of the bill, who is Sandra Feist. Uh, we'll start with rookie looking her up right now. Sandra Feist. F e i s t. She has a. Uh, uh, she we have audio of her. Uh, granted, it's from the meeting this past January, but it's. It's it's pertinent now because her bill goes into effect, uh, what, in two weeks or whatever, whenever January 1st is. 41B in the Twin Cities northern metro area, Columbia Heights, New Brighton, Anoka, Hennepin, and Ramsey counties. Well, my sources say it'd be two weeks from today. All right. And she, uh, <laughs> you think I've got a bad haircut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Rook, uh, born and raised in Wisconsin, <laughs> yep. went to, uh, attended the University of Madison, uh, and earning a B.A. in history and politics. Oh, well, you can't flunk that. She moved to New Orleans to sing jazz. Really? She began a career in immigration law as a case manager uh, for a place. Oh, went to Bill Mitchell. In, oh, yep, in 05, while attending a Loyola, Loyola University New Orleans College of Law, she was displaced due to Hurricane Katrina. Mm -mm. She moved north to be with family in Minnesota, transferred to William Mitchell, where she met her husband, Ben. Her husband moved to New Brighton. Uh, they opened a firm specializing in immigration law in 2010. Um, she's held various leadership positions in the local American Immigration Lawyers Association. She uh, Feist expressed both praise and disappointment with Barack Obama's record on immigration reform. She advocated against country, uh, country limits for employee-based green cards, calling them racist. And she criticized uh, Donald Trump's immigration policy and the U.S. US Senate's Raise Act. Um, she's married personal. to a she's married to a guy, a lawyer, Feist, has yeah. kids. Yeah, lives in New Brighton with her husband Ben and their two children. Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, let's say a few positive things about her. At least she's got a job. You know, in a, in well, a business. Uh, well, then here's the mother of two children, married to a male. Uh, here's her audio about her bill. I would encourage uh, the community to vote no on this amendment um, for a few reasons, um, practical, financial, social, emotional. Um, first, uh, there are a lot of schools that are moving towards gender neutral bathrooms. And if we add female, we might become obsolete very quickly. Um, second, not all students who menstruate are female. Um, we need to make sure that all students have access to these products. Um, there are obviously less um, non-female menstruating students, and therefore their usage will be much lower. And that was actually um, calculated into the cost of this um, and how much we decided to fund it. And so we, we do not expect that the non-female menstruating students will use um, these products as much as the, the students using female bathrooms, but it's important to have them there. Um, and that brings me to this, just the social emotional reasons for that. Um, these students who are not female, who menstruate um, face a greater stigma and barrier um, to asking for these products. And so providing them in an easily accessible place um, in all student bathrooms is particularly important for those wow. students. These guys, number one, 
Reavers, you've got two boys. Wow. What are those boys going to do when they stroll into the man? (laughs) Give me some quarters. Let's hang these things everywhere. (laughs) Remember what I did to Matthew's scooter? Yeah. Tassels. That's what you're going to do to it. (laughs) They don't know boys. They don't know boys. Yeah. The, the the boys' bathroom will run out of these products instantly sooner than the oh, girls. Oh, plus, moms are gonna go. Hey, grab me some. Yeah, yeah. they'll never have to go to Just the drugstore again. Bring them home for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't drive a Fiat, but if I did, I drive a Bentley. Oh. You it might look like a Fiat to you, but I'm saying it's a Bentley. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Uh, okay, it's a Bentley. <laughs> When we hear sound bites like that, I, I, I motion that we uh, single out that we don't anticipate that. Okay, so I really actually, <laughs> without joking, I tried to figure this out. Here's what I've come up with. Um, not all students that are female menstruate. Is that what she said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Assuming boys menstruate. Is she referring to kids, girls that have trans... Trans, what it's called, transitioned, transitioned from female to male. Is that what she's referring to? Uh, Those kids? Well, she used the word identify in identify. that soundbite. Okay, so then we're to assume that these former females, now boys, are using the boys' restroom. Is that in fact true? I, I don't know. So my point and, is, and wait a second, one more thing. If they've transitioned, that means they're probably taking hormones. If they're taking hormones, they're not menstruating. Well, I don't think boys menstruate. Well, yeah, obviously. I was just trying to... You don't think? I was trying to figure out what the hell they're talking about, You can't figure out mental illness. Yeah. And I'm very comfortable with the idea this is mental disturbance, at the very least. Men don't menstruate. And just think, if you were someone that opposed this... On the campaign trail, you would be subjected to saying, well, he's against spending money on education. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think we should have our hands in this. You know, first of all. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time, he's going to say. Uh, it down. No, I understand uh, f- females in high school, uh, maybe even in grade school, I'm not an expert. Yeah, around age 12 or so. They might need 11. menstrual products. Yeah, sure. Uh, 11, I, apparently, it's the new order of the world that we pay for those. Yeah. Okay, that's one thing. You know, if a kid needs that and she's down on her and luck. That's and that awkward time. I get that. didn't sure. have an extra couple bucks for her. And so we're going to supply, the taxpayers are going to supply these products for her. Uh, that's one thing. Right. Well, why does this complete goofball believe that that men need these products too? They don't. Period. Even and to drive your point even further, men that have transitioned to being female still do not need these products. It's like the guy in Canada where there's no reasoning. It's just it's time. It's past time to say. Get your ass out of this locker room, you phony. Right. Get the hell out of here. It's the same thing can be applied here. Men don't menstruate. There's no argument about this, especially for all you screwballs who pretend to believe in science when it suits you. Mm-hmm. I think phony is too kind. I would substitute psycho. 
Psycho. You're a psycho. <laughs> Do you? And well, let's quit pretending. Well, we should be sensitive and talk about this. Perhaps there is someone who. No. 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 That ain't the way it works. Nope. nope. I'm, I'm sorry. I think we're in too deep now. We can't get out. We're in too deep. We add female. We might become a... Shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> Reavers, has uh, Aunt Flo visited you yet this month? I am waiting. Are you playing with um, the Detroit Red Wings but- this month? <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. <laughs> or, or my girlfriend in high school, I've been blessed once again this month. Wow. Which means she ain't knocked off. <laughs> oh, please. Perspective. Uh, Joe, figure this out. It's I, a math- I, I, there's nothing to figure out. No, it's a math problem. Uh uh, I'm reading from Alpha. But Districts receive $2 times the adjusted pupil units of the school for the school year to pay for these. So we don't actually have a total here, do we? No. I, I don't know what, do the only, what, do these products only cost two bucks? Is that two bucks a piece? You're asking I, us? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, <laughs> only rookie might know, and I'm, even he might not know. Uh, buy them all the time. Uh, not afraid to buy them. If you get them at Walgreens, oh my God! And you are a member of the Walgreens thing, you yeah. can get that second box at a little discount, like half off. I but remember they're, about, they're roughly thirteen for a box. Doesn't certain birth control pills stop Aunt Flo from visiting? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there are. Well, yes, there are. Birth, if you're on birth control, we've all made the purchase. I have not. Ever? Never. Really? Never. Really? No. Wow. wow. I, I ain't going s- to the store. <laughs> I would say most, most. It's not for me. <laughs> well, it's it's. Hey, will you please do me a favor and pick this up on the way? Maybe home? that sure. has happened once. I can't. I remember. guarantee Joe, uh, you have it. Do you have that point. crabby coffee shop sounder thing? I've got a story about menstruate. I don't want a story. No, about it. This is good, and it's not. It's not repulsive. It's, hold on, it's hold good. on. Uh, you got to give me a bit of a heads up so I can dig her out of the old <laughs> archives. Because there is a use for this. Hey y'all, here's Kenny. With news from the crappy coffee shop. So, a couple of years ago, we we're having problems with the deer eating our uh, our fruit trees in the orchard. So, the roommate comes home with a box of tampons. I soak them in like wolf urine and coyote urine and all kinds of predator well, urine. Where do you and get then, the urine? <laughs> and then I, well, the that's a whole different okay, deal. Okay. And then I hung them all over on the fruit trees. That would work. Oh my god! And it worked. I bet. Yeah, it worked fine. Yeah. What's your cartoon yeah. bubble of Kenny uh, executing this plan at his head? Finding us if this is long. Is it long? Is, is, is it full? You think I, um, is it time? And they, you know, we had a big. I had a big box of them, and I feature them prominently in my shop. They're up on a shelf where everybody can see them. <laughs> you know this Sandra oh. Feist. Yes, sir. Married two uh, presumably beautiful young children. Why would you do this to your kids? Why would you raise them in a, a way that where truth is denied? Oh, those kids are doomed from the get-go. I don't understand how no, you can do that to children. They're going to be activists. What sensitivity does she think she's acknowledging? And and yeah. does it need to be acknowledged? The way Reavers takes his boys to um, ball games, baseball, basketball, yeah. football, she's taking her kids to protests. We don't, yes, right. we, we don't know that about her. We don't know that about her. You're right, but we're assuming. But the environment with which they're growing up in is probably filled with that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Kenny's and, right. and the old man must go along with it, Mr. Feist. 
if that's his name, she's probably keeping. Well, maybe he menstruates. Maybe that's why she was on this trail. Maybe, but I don't think men menstruate. Okay. I I could be wrong, (laughs) but I'm unaware of it. Wow. (laughs) It's the old XY deal. It's called chromosomes. And uh, I'm familiar. And I love all these people with that sign in their yard. You know, we everyone welcome here. We love science. Blah blah blah. I, well, if you love science, why do you believe this BS? It's just, it's just, you know, progressivism. It's a lot of work. It is, and here's the problem with it. You know, it's one thing. Uh, uh, progressivism probably brought us gay marriage, for example. Sure. All right. Two guys get married, okay. two, two gals get married, all right? Well, I certainly don't have a problem well, with that. Well, you're not letting me finish my point. All right, go ahead. Well, either sorry. do I. That why should they be denied that? Right, if, that's, exactly. if they want to be married and have their life together, that's fine with me. The greatest quote ever, the guy that ran, remember, we played it. They should have the right to be just as miserable as the rest right. of us. A game of flaws. Yes. Right. But but yeah. pr- would, you, would you agree that that's been brought to us by... Somewhat the mystery. Progressivism resulted in that. I mean, if if there was no progressivism, there unlikely would be gay marriage. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, probably. Okay, Okay. but here's the problem. Progressivism uh, never knows when to quit. It never stops. Yeah. So, So you go from gay marriage to now, you know, 26 different genders, men menstruate, on and on and on and on. So... So by the time rational people react, it's too late because they've already planted all this BS. We've been run over. You've been been run over by it. Everyone with a rational, kind soul said, you know what? Why can't two people get married if they're the same sex? Big deal. But didn't stop. Mm. It just keeps going and going and going. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. And so now there's no turning it back. There's no, there's no recapturing sanity or rationality right. or logic because you have, we elect people like this Feist character who is, in my estimation, disturbed. Oh, oh, pick me, pick me. Yes. I, and I guarantee if we go back to when she was running for office, what were her bullet points? Well, it wasn't, I plan on fully funding education. I pl- It was all the talking points yeah. of the boilerplate crap that we hear from everybody. You know, but this is actually what she wants to enact. What's interesting, Such, is when gay people or even people that have transitioned come out and agree with what you just said, they're shouted down just as much right. as GLers are. Equally, isn't Bruce Jenner's not in favor of of the transition swimming thing, right? No, I don't think no, so. He's come out Correct. against it. He's shouted down. It's a human nature that, given an inch, you're going to try to take a mile. There's just it's, that's that's human nature. There's no common sense left. So, uh, this is your last week to get the eco fund in Columbus. Forest Lake <laughs> and take it in Burnsville on the uh, service road of life near County Road 42 and, and take advantage of not only a really great Christmas sale but a fun one a mix and match Christmas sale buy one bike yep. get the next one at 50% off it's a mix and match Christmas sale at EcoFund Motorsports. All electric bikes in stock. Youth ATVs, Bentelli scooters, youth dirt bikes. This is a great time. Look, 
Here it is. Now, climate change is going to ruin the world. Yep. We're probably going to have summer now in 10 months a year. Yep. So you get an electric bike. Let's go. And get one for the, your buddy or your wife, and then you're going to get that one at 50% off. Excellent. Uh, it's a great time at EcoFund Motorsports. Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP. That's for GLers only. And here's the other thing for GLers only. Tell them you're GL when you make your Christmas purchases. Mm-hmm. They store it for you all winter. You don't have to worry about it. Pick it up in the spring. They also have enough snow removal equipment that turns snow removal into a winter recreation. It's fun. Plow blades and ATVs and you name it. Also at EcoFun Helmets, apparel, great service and great, great people. EcoFun has been with Garage Logic since the since the very beginning. It's EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 97, immediately west of 35. I call it Forest Lake. Some people call it Columbus. Down in Forest Lake, it's on the Service Road of Life near County Road 42 and a great website, ecofunmotorsports.com. Yes, he's often not here. (laughs) Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Peace on earth when pigs fly. That ain't going to happen. I'll tell you what will happen. Peace of mind with 12% off Liberty Safe products at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Santa Rich, the man. You're going to have peace of mind knowing all your goodies, everything valuable, protected with the best safe ever made right here in the USA. Best fire protection money can buy transferable lifetime warranties and delivery and setup courtesy of Rich. Now is the time. Pull the trigger on that. And let's start with the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You can see all the varieties of the Liberty Safe. Then give uh, Rich a call and uh, ask further questions if you have them, 763-494-9075. I'd ask about the hours, especially this week. And then when you're ready, stop into Maple Grove, the showroom there. It's at 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And pester Rich in person. Go home with a brand-new Liberty Safe, 12% off. Um, you can't go wrong with a deal like that. MapleGroveLockandSafe.com. John, before you begin, may I add a yep. news item? Sure. Tom Lyman of the Traveling Lymans alerted me to this. Giant Japanese conglomerate Nippon Steel has bought yeah. U.S. Steel for $15 billion. Whoa. Formed in 1901 and built by Andrew Carnegie and J.P. Morgan, U.S. Steel has been an icon, that's foghornable, gotcha. of American industry. Now it's being sold to a foreign country. This is sad on many levels, notes Tom Lyman. I, I agree with them. U.S. Steel, which has such a presence in Minnesota and throughout Minnesota's history on the Iron Range. It's like selling Ford to a company in, you know, Nicaragua or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. How many how many jobs are we talking about? Uh, well, I mean, presumably Nippon will keep whatever presence U.S. Steel has in Pittsburgh still in Pittsburgh. Okay. I don't, I don't know, but I just thought I'd note that, John, for your newscast. Thank you. Here's John Hyde. That was actually the lead to my national segment coming well, up later. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should I'll, I'll do it anyway. There's more. Number There's of employees, 22,740. Well, John will have more on that coming up. 
Briefly. Uh, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Minneapolis police are investigating the shooting death of a 43-year-old woman that happened outside an apartment last night. They responded to the 4200 block of Sheridan Avenue South about 820. The woman died despite responding officers giving her CPR. Investigators think the fatal shooting stemmed from what they called a domestic-related incident between the female and her live-in domestic male partner. No arrests so far, though, have been made as of this morning. A male dead after being shot by a Marshall police officer early Sunday morning. Uh, police in Marshall said on their Facebook page an officer responded to a domestic disturbance around 2.40 a.m. The officer then saw a female being actively stabbed by the subject. According to the news release, police say a taser was deployed. In addition to the shots that were fired, the male died despite life-saving efforts. The female reportedly in critical condition being and was airlifted to a hospital in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The Minnesota BCA said they are investigating the incident and they say it's not believed to be a random attack and there's no threat to the public. City of Minneapolis and the Minneapolis Park Board are teaming up to increase the repair budget for the 55 miles of parkway roads by millions of dollars through 2029. Right now, the budget to fix potholes and other issues along the parkway system is about 750 grand a year. And that allows, they say, for only about a half-mile stretch of road repairs every year. But starting in 2025, that number will grow to $1.2 million and hit its peak of $2.75 million. That math doesn't work. $750,000 yes, annually yes. a half-mile stretch of road repairs each year. That What? Uh-huh. That, that's, that, yeah. Huh? That, that, that's some tough math there. Yeah. Or really bad roads. And how many miles of parkway, John? 55 total. Oh, well, let's do the math. 55, what's 55 divided by 2? 27.5. Well, just call it 28. Call it 28 times 750. 28 times 750, 21,000. No, it's 21 million. I'm looking at the Add the zeros and what do you get? $28 $28 million? Twenty-one. $21 million. They don't have $21 million. Well, and, and the numbers they're raising it by, that was the first part of the story I didn't quite understand. They're hardly raising it at all. They make it sound like it's going to be a big deal. So uh, I don't know what they're trying to do if they're trying to saying, you know, hey, we need more money or, hey, look, we have more money. But, uh, yeah. Wouldn't it be it, neat if just everybody could leave the state? <laughs> or at least the city of Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> or what was the plan we had? We were going to let, uh, we were going to join which Dakota? Were we joining South Dakota? I'll take either one. South, I okay. think, yeah. I'll go south. Yeah. yeah, go south. We don't want you north. All right. Oh, I right. thought we were going to divide the, the state in half on like Highway 71, That's and then right. we would be east of Dakota. We'd have to divide okay. it in half from north to south. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Highway 71. Yeah. Wait, doesn't 71 go north? So yes. I'm on the safe side of 71. You're on that I'd side. You guys are on the wrong in, side. You're in communist uh, country. <laughs> I'd be on the Marxist side. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a ways yet from 71, so we have to move. You're on the wrong side. Yeah, You'd be yeah. on the Marxist side. Yeah. Uh, Star Tribune reporting on what's become a story we see a couple of times every year now, more than two dozen people rescued from a large ice flow. That's an annual That's, story, isn't it, Jeff? Well, for, red, it really for Upper Red. Always yep. Upper Red. Same, yep. yep. 
Yep, a large ice flow that strong winds broke free from the shoreline of Upper Red Lake in northwestern Minnesota. Sheriff Jason Riggs told the Star Tribune that Kelleher Fire and Rescue personnel, with help from Minnesota DNR airboats, brought to shore 27 anglers who had been stranded on a sheet of ice Sunday from shortly before 5 in the afternoon until about 9 last night. Riggs said the ice on the northern portion of the lake is about 10 inches thick, more than twice what the DNR wow. recommends for people to trust as being safe for venturing out on foot. Despite the ample thickness of the ice, wind gusts of at least 40 miles an hour sent the flow Oof. into open waters. The sheriff said every year we deal with this. There's always this potential depending on which way the wind blows. The big one, uh, you probably remember this. I remember reporting on this. November of 2022, about 200 fishermen had yeah. to be rescued off an ice flow in the upper red. Here, here's what I would do. Mm-hmm. If it's if the wind is really howling, don't go out on the ice. Go to the bar. Go to the bar and wait <laughs> it out. Tell her you're out on the <laughs> right. Okay. right. Yeah. It was very breezy last evening. I was out about 10 o'clock. I love that. Blowing. I love that I, wind. I yeah. bet that county has the best equipment ever because this is every year they're doing this. Oh, yeah. So they've got to have yeah. some awesome equipment. Yeah. Uh, concert news, the concert company behind Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, and some of America's other big music festivals has announced plans for a new two-day event in St. Paul next July. C3 Presents has begun advertising a new festival, which they call the Minnesota Yacht Club, which is scheduled for July 19th and 20th on the Harriet Island area along the Mississippi Riverfront across from downtown St. Paul. Minnesota Yacht Club organizers aim to draw 30 to 35,000 fans every day, uh, each day, excuse me, in its inaugural year. About 20 acts are promised each day on two big stages in the initial promo for the festival. Uh, The lineup still under wraps. They're not going to announce that lineup along with ticket info until at least mid-January. Well, is it going to be Yacht Rock? I mean, if they're calling the Yacht Club, I wonder if it's Yacht Rock. Uh, well, 20 acts, I'll bet it's going to be more than it would yeah, have to There's got to be some side stage action. Like, is, is Mr. Lifto yeah. going to be there? Yeah, I want to see Lifto. Mr. Lifto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could hear yeah. that groan for miles yeah. away. Yeah. I probably should have intervened um, sooner because I had a feeling you guys were heading down the wrong path. But thank you, Hans, for pointing this out. Um, once again, bad at math here on Garage Logic. If it's $750,000 per half mile. Yep. And there are 55 total miles. Yep. That comes up to $82.5 million. Okay, that makes more sense. Wait. Yeah, $82.5 Why million. Why do we even Is try? That a million with an M? Yes. Okay. You know, there's yeah, another way to do that. There's another way to do that. We divided it the wrong way. We should have doubled it. 750 and 750 is zero, nope. zero, carry the one. How about 50? 14, is 15. It's a million five per mile. There you go. So you just times 55. 55. Times That's how we go. I heard earlier that 55 is the age rookie's going to be on Saturday. Yeah, 55. that rumor. rumor has You that. know, Bert Blylevin wore people out bitching about his birthday. I only time. do it during the So December. you should be quiet about your birthday. <laughs> when is it? I don't know. You should know by now. The night's day before Christmas. Christmas. I haven't gotten the word for Christmas. 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 23rd. 23rd. One other uh, concert uh, note here that we'll pass along before we take a break. Uh, Two outdoor venues announcing concerts over the weekend. Somerset Amphitheater uh, has its first confirmed date for the year. It's a 90s nostalgic concert. (gasps) 
Talk can, to me. Can you believe it? 90s nostalgic concert already. Uh, it's the return of Hootie and the Blowfish, August 8th. A nice. part of the only want to be with you a summer camp with trucks tour featuring Hootie, along with 90s stars Collective Soul and Edwin McCain. They'll open up the show. And uh, over at Surly, they've announced a show for August. Americana pop stormers Mount Joy will play there on August 6th. The L.A.-based, Philadelphia-rooted band is making the jump uh, to Surly's 5,000-plus capacity outdoor space after they packed the Palace Theater uh, last year. Uh, I, I don't, maybe you guys haven't heard of this band, but I've grown to love them. My kid uh, introduced me to them. I've uh, heard of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know a, them. Yeah. There's a song called Astrovan that uh, I really, really like from three, four years ago. That's but, good. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to take a break, see what's coming up on the ride, apparently, and uh, talk to Rook to see what's going on. <laughs> well, I can tell you exactly what's going on. It's what? cold. It's freezing out today. And when you went to turn your heat on and it fired right up, good for you. I'm glad you don't have any problems. If you do have a problem or if you just want to make sure everything is working properly, go to welterheating.com. A lot of times, you don't want to wait until it's an emergency call, but they do do those, by the way, 612-825-6867. However, you should prepare your air conditioning unit, your heating unit, your air purification system. It should be checked out. So if it has not for a long time, but it is working properly now, keep that in the back of your mind. Need to schedule an appointment with Welter. One of their certified techs will come out. And again, they've been around for over 100 years. That means they have changed with the technology. They certify their technicians. Four generations. The family is right here in the great city of Minneapolis. So go to welterheating.com, schedule an appointment online, and, or you can call them. They'll have a live human being answer the phone, 612-825-6867. Right now, you want to heat your shelter with one of the guys from Ray N. Welter. I, I think know. Joe's ready. Yeah. It's time to play Love <laughs> and a Hardware Store. Yes. What it in is. the world? I love that lighter. Am I doing something? Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, oh I didn't know. Sorry, Kenny, I need to hear from the fine folks of Seafoam. Uh, gift idea, another one. It's Go. coming up really quick. Or if you're buying Rookie something for his birthday, uh, just run off to the Knack Hardware Store, Big Box Store, Auto Parts Store. Buy all of your loved ones some Seafoam. Here's what we have to choose from. Uh, again, And there's more than just this, but I think these three are your best bet for a stocking stuffer or gift itself. White elephant. This is what I'm doing. Seafoam motor treatment. Everybody needs that. A can of top engine cleaner. Now, I realize not everybody needs carb cleaner, uh, but everybody absolutely needs a can of seafoam deep creep. And you think I'm joking. I'm not. These chemicals will save your life eventually. The top, uh, the, excuse me, the motor treatment. That helps all engines run better. Old, new, big, small, doesn't matter. The top engine cleaner, like I said, it's carb cleaner. It does its job. And also start a fire or two. Uh, but I'm not supposed to say that. Uh, and then Deep Creep, of course. Uh, nothing is better for loosening rusty parts, making things work smooth. It's the best, and you should have one in the garage, in the shop, in your vehicle, and in the house. Great Christmas gifts. You'll find them anywhere they're truly wonderful products in our world of rusty parts, gummy carbs, and ill-running engines. We're talking seafoam. Johnny? 
Thank you, Kenny. In that story uh, Joe told you about earlier, U.S. Steel, the Pittsburgh steel producer that played a key role in the nation's industrialization, is being acquired by Nippon Steel in an all-cash deal valued at about $14.1 billion. When you add in the assumption of debt, it's worth about $14.9 billion. The combined company will be among the top three steel-producing companies in the world, according to 2022 figures from the World Steel Association. That price tag is nearly double what was offered just four months ago by rival Cleveland Cliffs. U.S. Steel, which rejected that offer, confirmed the offering this morning from Nippon. That tie-up would have created one of the top four outside of China, which dominates global steel production. U.S. Steel executives were asked about a potential pushback from U.S. regulators over security concerns on Monday. Uh, U.S. Steel will keep its name and its headquarters in Pittsburgh, where it was founded in 1901 by J.P. Morgan Andrew Carnegie. It'll become the subsidiary of Nippon. China and Chinese companies have come to dominate global steel production. Of the nearly 2 billion metric tons of steel produced uh, annually across the globe, about 54% of that comes from China. The U.S. currently ranks number four behind China, India, and Japan. And the blast furnace steel plants operated by U.S. Steel are among the most costly to operate compared with more modern facilities that melt down scrap using furnaces. Uh, U.S. Steel plants, though, with blast furnaces remains integral to U.S. manufacturing, especially to the automobile companies in the United States. In a CBS News poll, Donald Trump still leads New Hampshire, but Nikki Haley is consolidating most of the non-Trump voting, getting much closer to him. She's emerged as the top candidate to him there. Among the top candidates, Haley gets the best marks of all candidates as being seen as likable, reasonable, and she runs nearly even with Trump on being prepared. The numbers show 44% would vote for Trump. 29% for Haley. The rest of the challengers have considerably lower numbers. Ron DeSantis at 11%, Chris Christie at 10%, and Vivek Ramaswamy is at 5%. Uh, Meanwhile, at his latest campaign stop in New Hampshire over the weekend, uh, the president, former President Trump, uh, is drawing some criticism for what he said. He praised autocrats Vladimir Putin of Russia and Viktor Orban of Hungary, quoted Adolf Hitler comments about blood purity when talking about immigration and referred to January 6th defendants convicted and arrested in that day's riots as hostages. Democrats immediately went on the offense of attacking the speech. Well, Trump spokesman Stephen Chung said that Trump, quote, gave a great speech and knocked it out of the park in front of that crowd. Oh. Joe, do you Pleasant. have anything to say about Nikki Haley? Yeah, go Nikki. All right. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden unharmed after a car crashed into a U.S. Secret Service vehicle guarding his motorcade near the campaign headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, Kind of a bad deal for this driver. Uh, He was definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time. And also, he was apparently drunk. He's now been charged... He's now been charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and inattentive driving. The department's investigation said it was an accidental collision. The man had no idea he was running into a Secret Service vehicle. After the crash around uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time last night, Secret Service agents quickly surrounded the car, pulled weapons on the driver who held his hands up, according to a pool report. You know, um, Joe, a lot of people... Did not apply the Joe Souchere 48-hour rule to a story like this. Mm-hmm. The uh, the grand conclusions many were drawing, on, especially on social media after this happened, was well, quite, quite, quite comical, yes. Yeah. In fact, it was just Otis. 
Yeah, yeah right. It was just S-based. A family. Damn, I didn't mean to hit this place. <laughs> a family in Kentucky surprised to find an owl inside their Christmas tree nope. days after decorating it. Come on, Chris. Nope. The White family from Lexington, Kentucky, said a friend found an owl. A, this in is their, a test is what this is. Yep. It is. Yeah. Found an owl in their decorated Christmas tree on November 27th, four days after they put it up. The family says the owl was probably inside the tree the whole time they were decorating it, but they didn't notice. Family said they bought their Christmas tree from a local tree shop near their home. The tree was delivered to the family the day before Thanksgiving, tied up outside of a box. This is where this is where the council members score with the video feed after oh, the yeah. show. Got all eyes on Such right Nothing. now. Not, John's baiting me, and I am not what? taking the bait. Yeah, you should be mad at John, uh, Such. Uh, <laughs> So they uh, is the owl all right now? It, 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 it doesn't matter. It, the story doesn't matter. Well, I would the, just like to know who saw the owl first. Well, thank you, yes, Rook, because yes, it was... No. <laughs> no. Yes, he did. No. I think that possum I sighted in the spring is still around. Really? Mm-hmm. What was the critter you I, found I, under the deck? <laughs> that was years ago. And Joe, isn't oh. it a old possum? It's an old possum. possum. Old possum. Yeah. Okay, Bo Ridley. <laughs> It's a different yeah. breed. Old possums are uh, this part of the world, boy. and possums are in the south. Yeah. Did he come up from the creek? No, he came up from the river. <laughs> and and the uh, I just read, John, in addition to an owl, somebody else had a possum in their Christmas tree. Well, I did not see that yeah. story. Uh, this owl was fine, by the way. They let him out in their backyard. Apparently, they live in a wooded area. Okay. Uh, so they let him out. Did you know that they don't drink much water? I did not know they, that. They get their so, water from their food. Oh, schnapps. Okay, now I'm engaged. They actually gr- grabbed a hold of the owl? Well, I don't know how they did it. There was no details on that. Probably somebody a small get, owl, a juvenile. It, it looked fairly big, actually, uh, in the picture. That, uh, was well, like I said, it could have been a big one. It could have well, yeah. been, <laughs> been an adult owl. I have no idea. We don't know. Yeah, but we, I'm glad the know. owls, I'm a big owl fan. I'm owls glad the owls cool. okay. Owls are really cool, aren't yeah. they, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Okay. It's a nice set of hooters you got there. It's from Dumb and Dumber, you know, where the two owls were sitting. That's there. right. Yeah. John, uh, continue. You failed in that attempt. You, to yeah, get I, me did, I really trouble. did. Chris always got that one line too many, you know, Chris. The U.S. Department of Transportation today <laughs> fined Southwest Airlines $140 million for its operational meltdown last holiday season. You Probably remember this. Southwest had a lot of issues during yeah, the 2022 20, Christmas holiday season. A season, excuse me. Uh, saw the airline uh, have problems with sixteen thousand nine hundred flights, and that affected a lot of passengers, obviously across the country. In fact, weren't, uh, weren't some just declaring that they might go out of business entirely? That's how big of a catastrophe it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yes. bad. Well, get and ready because it could happen again this week on the East Coast. Oh, because of the weather. A lot weather. of stormy weather. Yeah. I got that coming up in just a minute. Okay, in fact, John. I think that's stormy my last story. Weather. Okay. Stormy weather. Thanks, Kenny. Transportation Department has said Southwest failed its customers on several fronts, including failing to provide adamant customer service. Adamant? Adequate customer service. I assistance. want it now! <laughs> adamant. Well, that's what it's like. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, as Joe uh, hinted at there, more than 400,000 customers already are without power in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Maine as a powerful storm, which first slammed the south with heavy rain this weekend, is barreling north. Residents living along the Interstate 95 corridor could expect a dangerous commute Monday as heavy rain and snow winds hit the region. Eleven states from Maryland to Maine are under flood watches. A flood advisory was issued in New York City where residents were facing power outages, downed trees, and flooded roads. Uh, Early this morning, New York City Mayor Eric Adams issued a travel advisory. He urged New Yorkers to stay off the roads and uh, if they're heading to work or wherever, take mass transit. John, thank you very much. You're welcome. And, uh, Rook? Yeah, let me talk to you about uh, cleaning your carpets. No, no, silly, not you. I'm talking about getting in touch with Zero Res to have them come out and clean your carpets, clean your air ducts, make sure that house is in tip-top shape. It really doesn't matter what season it is. You always want clean carpets. You always want no dirt, no dander in your air ducts. Well, Zero Res does that. All, uh, every single month, every single holiday, the whole spiel. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. Make sure everything is clean. Even though the holidays are around the corner, I don't think you can get in there before Christmas. But you can give them a call. I'll give you the phone number. They have a 4.9 rating on Google, over 17,000 reviews. They back it up with the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. Zero Res stands behind every cleaning they do. All right, you want the phone number? 952 952- Zero Res, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Ask them about the Rookie GL Special, three rooms, zero resified. Starting at just $129. And don't forget the dirt and dander in your air ducts. This month, 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. 952-Zero-Res or go online, ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell me you want the Rookie Garage Logic Special. Gotta say the name to get the special. Spelled forwards or backwards, it's spelled the same, Zero Res. And it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Give yourself the gift of amazing water this holiday season with my friends at Hofferman Water and Connecticut. Write this number down in your telephone closet 612. 612- 895-2440. Call that number and get on the schedule to have them come up for that free water analysis. You can also visit their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. Have them come out, have them test that water and see what you might be in the need of. Uh, I went with the water softener and the drinking water system, and I'm very glad that I did. And if you make the switch, I know you'll be happy to. Get that new system installed. Your showers are better. So is your laundry. So is your drinking water. You're cooking. You're going to be entertaining. Everyone's going to have a great comment about your new water from Hofferman and Connecticut. I've been a customer for years, and I'm amazed at the difference in my water. Call them today or visit HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard of them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Joe? We have a 4,000-mile-an-hour wind milling situation in St. Louis Park. It's a major windmilling alert. Okay. To the point where it's going to be very difficult to figure out how the failed academy will resolve this. You have six Somali Muslim families okay. 
Are we going to play the game? Who is the oppressor and who is oppressed? This is where the uh, this is where the school will struggle. Okay, because they'll they'll they won't know what to do. A law firm representing six Somali Muslim families has sent a letter to St. Louis Park school officials saying they will pursue legal recourse. In other words, they'll sue if the district does not allow them to opt their children out of reading books about LGBTQ plus okay. 9345ZMN <laughs> characters. The Sahan Journal has obtained the letter, and it took the Sahan Journal to do this. Okay. Uh, they obtained the letter from the school district through a public records request. Uh, the first Liberty Institute, a Texas-based law firm focused on religious freedom, lays out Islamic teachings about gender and sexuality and lays out that the St. Louis Park District is in violation of the U.S. Constitution, <laughs> Minnesota law, and its own policy. <laughs> the firm asked the district to provide advance notice to parents about books or class discussions on sexuality or LGBTQ themes to give them a chance to opt out and to include at least one Somali Muslim parent on any committee that reviews curriculum. What are they going to do? Oh, this is so... <laughs> what are they going to do? This is just delicious. They owe their allegiance to the LGBTQs because they're oppressed. Yeah. But so are Somali students because they're of color. So They're, 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 they're oppressed. Mm -hmm. So do you think that they gather? Well, who has more votes here? What's which which side do we need to appease more? This is an amazing story. The teachers and administrators have a responsibility to work with parents to make sure their instruction respects the values, religious liberty, and rights of conscience of all their students. Uh, Kayla Tony, a First Liberty Institute attorney, said in a statement. Well, that's not true if it was just a bunch of white families. Yeah, I was wondering about the Catholics and the Protestants. Yeah, that doesn't and, count. All the crackers. That doesn't count, yeah. but the school now is just apoplectic because this counts. These are Muslim mm -hmm. families. The letter marks the latest escalation in the growing pushback from some Muslim parents over LGBTQ inclusion efforts. Dozens of Muslim parents in Ham Lake and Burnsville have criticized school district efforts to protect transgender children or offer LGBTQ books in schools. None of those protests have resulted in legal action, but this could. <laughs> uh, the St. Louis Park School District sent a newsletter to families this month about inclusive learning materials including information on how... And forget, they're not studying a civil war, but no. we're going to get this LGBT. You're going to get right. your pronouns right. straight. And the, it takes the Muslims, thankfully, to say, hold it. Not with little Abdul, you're not. Yeah. That ain't the way we operate. Mm -hmm. Now they go, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> this is wonderful. Uh District spokesman Rachel Hicks said the district was proud of its new... K-5 literacy program, which includes books with racially and culturally diverse characters, as well as LGBTQ families and characters. It's also inclusive and nice, isn't it? And men can go to the restroom in St. Louis Park starting January 1st, and they can get their, they can get their menstrual needs. That's fantastic. Tori said her clients were encouraged by the district. Okay, I don't know where this is going to go. I hope they sue the hell out of them. Of course, as a taxpayer, we'll just have to pay for that. 
Uh, a decades-old Minnesota law requires that school districts create a parental curriculum review process. Districts must allow parents to review instructional materials and, if they object, make reasonable arrangements with school personnel for alternate instruction. Mm. But LGBTQ advocates caution that the parental curriculum review may not be as sweeping as some parents' rights, rights groups claim. So that you you got a war here. This is a this is a, this, this is your cultural war. war. Yep. It's a cultural war. What are we going to do in St. Louis Park? This is this is wonderful. We're going to sit back and enjoy it, and hopefully, this happens across the board with this all just all wonderful. sorts of different issues. Uh, <clears throat> St. Louis Park school board members first learned about the Somali parents' objections to LGBTQ picture books, which are part of a new literacy curriculum during the October 24 board meeting. A woman identified only as Ilhan told the board she represented the Somali community and had a pressing concern about some books used in the third grade, including one about two dads and another about a child identified as queer. Hmm. We wholeheartedly respect the aforementioned of the importance of affirming LGBTQ identities, but we are troubled by the way these books have been presented to children, Ilhan said. The manner in which they have been taught appears to exceed the boundaries of affirmation, urging every child to develop in to delve into their own understanding of gender and sexuality. This approach, we believe, directly conflicts with our deeply held religious beliefs. And because it's their deeply held religious beliefs, something will probably be done about this. Yeah, they're they're going to be lended uh, an ear. They're, they're going to be given... Uh, They'll given win yeah. because, well, I don't know. It's a toss-up. Well, right. It's a toss-up between two oppressed groups. So I don't know where it's going to go. But if anybody has a chance to win, it's the Muslims. You, you and your concerns don't have a prayer. Nothing. You, you shouldn't even bother to bring them up. But uh, now you have a board member, Sarah Davis, who is married to a woman and has two children, noted that at the end of the meeting she's been open about her identity. I'm thinking about my child, she said, appearing to blink back tears. I'm thinking about what it would feel like for him if I said that having a book about a concept of two dads, he has two moms, is troubling. Well, lady, you got to take that up with the Muslims. Do we have a? Do you have a side? This is going to be like the World Series last year. I hope both teams lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't this great? I, 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 I seriously, I can't pick a side. No, they're they're they're. Let's just let them eat eat, eat their own. Or who uh, do you to, root for? Yeah. Who do you root for in this situation? Is it whom or who? I don't know, but I I don't know who to root for. How I think I'm rooting for do? the Muslims. Isn't it whom? It but, who cares? But then you'll be outraged <laughs> that the Muslims won, and the Muslims were given an ear and a platform when well, the Catholics and Protestants and Crackers were not. Let's no. talk to an ac- actual journalist then. Patrick, is it who or whom do we root for? <laughs> Who? Um, Whom? Who? 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 I said who? who? I got him to who? do it. Jesus. I got him to do it. Good. Just wrap it up. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. Where are we? You're welcome. Wow. We're all welcome. Who? <laughs> That's right. 
Only be, hey, guess where the traveling Lymans are? Are they back home? Las Vegas. They oh, made it back to the country. Viva. On this day. Uh, Joe, today is December 18th. 1985 on this date. Mary Lund is the first woman to receive a Jarvik 7 artificial hot heart. What are you, from Boston? Hey. Hot. Yeah. You got a hot. Try the vanilla you? nut taps. What are you, the, uh, yeah, try the vanilla nut taps at Dunkin' Donuts. How, how long did she last? <laughs> the, vi- the device kept her alive for about a month until a real heart was transported. No, transplanted. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, on well, this day. It was probably transported, then transplanted. On this day in 1988, the Pillsbury Company announced that it had accepted a $5.7 billion buyout from the British food and liquor conglomerate Grand Metropolitan PLC. Hmm. Now, back to the first item on this day in history. Mary Lund, on this day in Minneapolis, was the first woman to receive a Jarvik 7 artificial heart. That device kept her alive for about a month until she had a real heart. Does anyone have any other questions? Who was the donor of the heart? No. Mm. You might be the least curious group of people I've ever I want to know how long she lived with with the new heart. Thank you. That's That's what I looked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I did a little homework. What do you got? We asked that. Please tell me she lived years and years and years. You asked how long she lived with the artificial heart. I might be in Mary's shoes shortly. Tell me how long she lasted. Uh, she uh, did not, unfortunately, last long. Damn. She died at the age of 40 oh. in uh, 1986. Well, so way she, to bring us down, Sue. Yeah. We can always even, count on you. Oh, my God. She, did, she didn't you. even last a year. She, she, she lived nine Joe. months. Kenny, we all love you. God, <laughs> She's from Kensington, Minnesota. Oh, that's even better. Great. I can smell Kensington from my backyard. It's from Kensington, Minnesota. You know what? You know what? And she loves snowmobiling. Yes. And you know what? I <laughs> might actually, I might actually know her because I know or knew beard. her because I know a whole bunch of Luns. She oh, had oh a virus that attacked her heart. Oh, oh man! Yeah. And Was God it bless Swisher her. <laughs> You're not laughing at Mary Lund. No, no, I'm, no laughing at I'm, I'm laughing at my own at demise, man. which is probably going to, you know, be soon. There's been many, many, many improvements in all of this since 1988. Though. Somebody you, had John. to be the first, though, John. Thank you, John. And You're uh, welcome. God bless Mary Lund. She was the first. And uh, she didn't, uh, with a new heart, she anything on, unfortunately did not last that long. Anything on whether or not she'd like to cut her own hair. No. Hey, go to hell. She did have a nice beard, though. All right, we're done. <laughs> well, you know, enough. the family of Mary Lund might be listening, and I want, oh, to, I want them to understand you're not having fun at Mary Lund's no, expense. No, no, no. You're that's having tragic. fun at Kenny's expense. Unfortunately, you're having fun at Kenny's expense. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this just in. You're, you know what? You're not invited to my funeral, you bastards. Yes. You're always doing me a favor to not invite me to things. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, Barrett News Media Top 20 of 2023 Mid-Market Program Directors Coming in at number 16 Peter Wilkinson Field Really? Uh, He's with KZRG in uh, Joplin Peter and I are the only two in our class that lasted in this business Really? really? Yeah I don't even know if I have any 
Wow, that's great. Congratulations, Nice Peter. job, Pedro. Hi, this is Peter. This is, uh, this is the war I like to What win. was the poem? <laughs> cheese, cheese. I like cheese. Yes, I do. How cheese? How about you? What market? Joplin. Uh, Mid-market. Wasn't he a big shot in Baltimore for a while? Uh, he was down south, I think. In uh, what's it? Starts with an A. Alabama. Uh, Atlanta. Alabama, yeah, something like that. Starts with an A. Hi, hi, this, hi Atlanta. This is gonna have Patrick on in this corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, subscribe to YouTube. The Garage Logic YouTube page is free, and there's a lot of entertaining stuff, and you never know what's next. Including the guy that puts it together. Yep. Uh, GarageLogic.com for the town council. Ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks for a year. It's worth the price, baby. My birthday Saturday.